We are rolling, and welcome back to the Thanks for Sharing podcast. We are brought, brought to you by, brought to you by, brought. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll explain it. <laughs> Run through your sponsors. Yeah. We are brought to you by KO Pest Control, Dan Rouse at Cherry Hill Mitsubishi, KCD Construction, Pace Roofing, Colt Recording, Hoover Delivery Service, ERT Restoration, Duda Distro, J-Bo's Creation, Kelsey Kool-Aid Art, Four Seasons Landscaping, Art History, Sharky's Barbershop, Artie Realty, Bone Marrow, Capital Adjustment, Santini's Grill, A-Plus Insurance at Tyson and Caster, Ivy Innovations, and Ghost with the Most Boutique. And that's them. Hey, shout out Santini's Yeah, girl, I was going to say, you had them on your podcast. Yeah, they, I love them. They stood me up, dude. Best people. Uh, no, nah, I asked them right when they were looking for a store location. He oh, was man. like, I'm busy. And I was like, I, he didn't say it like that. That you sounded can't like even, he was like, fuck you, I'm busy. Nah, you can't even blame them, man. They were... Uh, they were grinding. I got them right before that, yeah. like that, like the whole thing happened with the store and stuff. So. Great sandwiches. Oh yeah, the yeah. best. They the live best. actually right next door to my uncle. Oh, for real? So it's convenient because I went there to pick up the one night, the only time I had it, yeah. and it was phenomenal. But uh, yeah, right. There was no parking, and I could just park in a driveway because yeah. I was like, yo, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right in Morel. I uh, I was there a few months ago to go pick up because they helped me with a giveaway. They were a part of one of my giveaways, and uh, I went right to their crib and. Yeah, they're good people, man. I love them. Yeah, great guys. They're the best. Um, today we have Kev Nichols, which yes. I asked him before the podcast. So I was like, it's Nichols, right? Not, yeah, not Nicholas, but yeah. Yeah, because if you notice when I said brought, I yeah. said bought, for which I've explained <laughs> this like 50 episodes in a row now. Yeah. But for like the first 30 episodes, I said bought to you by until Mark over there was like, you know you don't know the English language. And I was like, why? And he's hey. like, it's brought. <laughs> he corrected you. Then I did like a good three months of saying bought, thinking yeah. I was right. Yeah. Like I corrected the problem and I didn't. Okay. So okay. I was proud that I got your last name. Hey, I was like, I'm, it is Nichols, right? It's nice because yeah. nice a lot of people will say Kev Nicholas and like, you know, in school and you know, my, some of my friends like that I, I would like, don't, like just meet or whatever. They'll say Kev Nicholas, and I'm like, all right, you know, it's not, but, yeah. you know. I took my time. I sounded it out yeah. there, you know. Appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Reading. I yeah. do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, we met at Applebee's, yes, where I did. work, yes, and we you did. were editing stuff. Yes, I was. And I was like, what are you editing? You are like, I do a podcast. I was like, shit, me too. Come on and do yeah. mine. And that's how this all happened. Yeah, man, it was cool. Uh, the Loft Podcast. The Loft Podcast, yes. Check it out. On YouTube. Um, yeah, nah, um, so... I usually go there, like, I'll just, because I, I like to get out of my house when I'm, like, editing and stuff, just because, like, I don't know, it's like, you know, I feel like you can just sit and focus on that and not, like, w- like worry about anything else, because um, I get, like, so distracted by YouTube, I'm always on YouTube and stuff, so, but, uh, now nah, I was, I pulled up to Applebee's and, uh, you got me a spot in the corner, it became yeah. my corner for everyone. Yeah, it's your corner, man. <laughs> yeah, whenever I showed up, um. I get you a sprite and a water, some boneless wings, and some chicken tenders. Yes, man. sir. I had the order. Yes, off the sir. Top of my head. Yep. Yeah. So now, so I, um, actually, the first time I was there, I was editing the the Kensington video I did, and then from there, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, do like in every episode I would like do, I would come to Abby's like once a week. Yeah. Haven't been there since because I lost my car, but you know, I'm still working on getting that back. But uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's not. Is it a bad loss? <laughs> nah. It was. I mean, it wasn't my fault. Uh, uh, I lost accident. It. It wasn't my fault. Uh, yeah, it's live, July Fourth. I got yeah. I got T-boned in yeah. in Wildwood, it which was probably the old dude. It was their fault, man. Yeah, they're on their phone, so you know. Stay Even w- if it was your fault, I would have said it was the other yeah. person's fault because I'm that type of dude. I'm yeah. like, fuck <laughs> that guy, man. He did nah, that. Yeah, but now nah, luckily they were nice enough to own up to it. So well, know. that's good. It is what it is, man. Dude, stuff like that's a nightmare. I was in a car accident. This one I was still getting high, but uh, mm-hmm. I was in a car accident. Definitely, probably just high. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, not a good bad. feeling. They're not good. Well, you said you're eight months clean, though, right? Eight or years. Eight years, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, eight yeah, years yeah. clean, right? I'll take eight months. Congrats, bro. Thanks, man. Eight years, bro. That's that's, that's impressive, man. It's, hey, uh, it's a lot of... I'm good at quitting shit, dude. Mm. I've given up on a lot of things it's in a good my thing. life. Yeah. It's a good thing to quit, though. That's the only one that people are, like, happy for. They're like, damn, you oh, quit yeah. doing drugs? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, quit oh, doing yeah. a lot. Like I used to do music, and I quit doing that. Mm. So mm. you know, no don't, one's everyone's happy about that too. Listen, bro, like, you sucked. It, and I was like, that's what's up. Yeah, dude. don't quit uh, podcasting or don't quit comedy, bro. I've, yeah, I've been seeing your videos, man. Well, I'm happy you're on here because you're a man who puts yourself out there. You have you, you a man of many hats, as they would say. Um, it's tough to put yourself out there, man. Yeah, it I is. talk about it a lot, and people are always like, haters keep you motivated. I'm like, no, people are just assholes, man. They don't yeah. keep you motivated. I mean, the way I look at that is, so 
back in 2018, around that, I put out a song um, that I wanted to do. I worked with my buddy Kit Travis, and because um, I like, I always wanted to just do like do different things. Like I was always like, I never want to stick in one lane, and never want to just do yeah. one thing. So I uh, was like, yeah, I want to do a song. So I got, a, I bought a beat online because uh, I didn't know anything about music or anything. I never sang on a song or nothing. And uh, my buddy uh, Jed, uh, Kit Travis, he, um, I luckily was introduced to him from a mutual friend. We got really close. I went to his house. He, like he's like he completely popped off. He's at like 500k YouTube now, like crazy. I got him when he was like before. It got he got too like really busy. Like we're still really close, but it was like I got him right before that. And because like a lot of people try to come into his life now to collaborate and stuff. And yeah. you know he's just like you know I don't need new friends. I got a good circle. So, but I did a song and um, got a lot of hate and love at the same time, but also hate too. I really acknowledged the hate in the beginning. And, yeah. uh, well, I feel like most times people mm-hmm. usually focus. Yeah. You, you probably got a lot more love. Yeah, for sure. And you I'm, just focus on the five negative fo- comments. Focus. And you're like, what's wrong with this A? So yeah, what did well, I ever do to them? Yeah, it was more than five, but uh, no. Yeah, nah, but, it was right no, but um, not nah, because it was like people aren't putting out music in Northeast or people aren't, you know, doing stuff like that. So, you know, for me, it was um, it was it was rough for a little bit. Like it was rough dealing with that. But um, then after a while, you start working on music, you keep going. And, you know, because the thing about putting yourself out there is, like, you're going to suck ass in the beginning. Like, it's not going to be the best. But, like, you know, the more and more you do it, like, even I noticed from the first podcast episode I did with my buddy Nick, like, the quality was shit. Now, over time, you learn, like, you know, uh, how to EQ something or what software to use or the proper lighting. Like, so then after a while, you just kind of learn, then you start to get really good at it. And at that point, it's too late for the people who were talking shit to kind of become your friend or try to support you because, like, you weren't there in the beginning when I was putting myself out there, you know, just starting out. How often do you get, like, your boys, like, yo, put me on? Uh, a lot, I mean, a lot more now. I mean, yeah. I, I get people, um, who reach, I get random ones. Yeah. I mean, like, yo, this is why I'm good for the podcast, mm-hmm. which is like usually my biggest, there's some people who hit me up that I'm like, was thinking about them anyways. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. that happens sometimes too. But my thing is like, usually if you hit me up to be on the podcast, I won't have you on. Um, yeah. because unless it's like, unless it's something that I, that I wasn't, wasn't aware of before. Like I've had some really good people hit me up to come on, and I'm like, okay, perfect. Like you'll be perfect for this. So, but now nah, usually it's like people will say, oh, let me come on, whatever. Like just to talk about this, blah blah. I'm like, that's not what I represent. That's not what I'm trying to tell people who listen to it. You know what I mean? Like I've had people who are who support it. Um, my buddy Nick, he hasn't been on in a little bit because he's been working. And people are like, someone commented, yeah, where's Nick at? Like I'm a listener of the podcast. I haven't seen him. And I'm like, well, you know, he's been working. He's been busy. But it's just cool to see like putting something out and having people respond to it in a way that you know is it makes you feel good it makes you want to keep doing it yeah you know what i mean like support like the support um from people is really big um what, even when you're just starting out and you know, like like me and you are essentially like you're about to be what 11 months a year for the podcast yeah. i'm i started so the, i was told when yeah. I, started, I was like yeah. eight months or something yeah, yeah bro, i, I mean like, I I've, yeah i'm like eight months in so it's like you know um i've had somebody who um I won't get into detail, but somebody who lost someone in their family and they were telling me that they listen to the podcast and they fall asleep to it. And, you know, it just really, it makes them feel something. And that's like something that really is important to me. Um, and something that I try to, um, incorporate and take with me at all times, you know, when I'm doing a podcast or, um, making videos, you know, and I always try to think of people like that because, you know, the mental health lane that I'm in, um, it is a very slippery slope, but it's also, I feel like it's a lane that hasn't been touched um, yet. Yeah. Um, and to, and the, just in the way that I feel like I want to go about it. Um, so, you know, to have people support you and stuff like that means a lot to me. And it, it's what keeps me, like, going, you know, because it's hard. Like, you know, when you're you're doing your, your, your scheduling, your, your recording, your editing, your planning, all these videos and podcasts by yourself, it's a little bit difficult. And it's a little – it can be stressful at times. But, um, you know, having people who support you and show you love is uh, really important and keeps yeah. me going, for sure. Hey, definitely. And you're, you're doing a pretty good job from what I check. I checked on some tabs. I watched some clips and stuff. You Appreciate know, that, bro. You know, I try not to be like an asshole and be like, yo, nah. come on and do it. 
But I listen to some of your music. Yeah, I would classify it as pop. Would you not do that? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with nah, that. I pop, love pop. Yeah, music. pop, bedroom pop, whatever. But I mean, I'm still. Yeah. It's tough because I'm still working on a lot of. I'm still working on music. I'm still trying to put out as much as I can. But it's tough when you got a lot of other stuff going on. But I'm definitely. I could say pop, I guess. Yeah. 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 Hey, you keep a lot of things going. That keep, ain't a bad yeah. thing. No, not at all. Do a little bit of DJing too. Yeah, yeah. I DJ it up. Good old Patty Wax. Patty Wax home well. Shout out to Patties. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been doing. You're a, pretty much a Northeast legend then, because it's just like, it's I like mean, damn, dude, he DJs at Patty Max. <laughs> uh, this dude fucks. <laughs> and it's like, you're fucking right. I, I try to, I mean, whatever. I mean, Patty's is fun. I love Patty's. I've been doing it since I was like 21. Shout out to Franny Mac. He, uh, he got me into it. Um, nah, but I love doing Patty's. It's fun. Um, I love the people there. It's just a good, it's just a good Northeast bar that I have fun at. Like, I'm not like the crazy, like, mixing shit out you know the crazy scratching yeah, the air, air horns yeah. I, like i hate that shit so it's I like i love the air horn man. That's <laughs> me. so my whole thing is like i like to like so i had, i live on, on the temple and i had a temple house uh 1723 and uh i had like my dj speaker in the basement is a big uh um unfinished basement and i always have these crazy parties and I had my, my speaker going and it's play like just bangers all night. And I try to like recip rep, uh, excuse me, replicate that at Patty's yeah. just so I'd be able to have a good time, listen to good music. You know what I mean? Just, and just have fun there. Yeah. So you like the nostalgic hits. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the throwbacks for sure. bro. Well, how old are you? 24. Okay. Yeah. Our throwbacks are way different. <laughs> my throwbacks like Akon, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, shit like that. But yeah, I love I that. <laughs> But no, nah, I mean, I was doing um, Keenan's a lot this summer, too. Oh, okay. I would do Keen- Wildwood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do Keenan's. Um, and then I would do, like, Kensington Pub. Um, I got asked to do Maggie's on Sundays, like, brunches. So, But it's tough with the Eagles. Brunches? Come- yeah, like, one to five. I mean, Who wants a DJ for brunch? You know what, dude? If people will come out and have a I mean, look- I'm not knocking your hustle. No. But I would but- probably be more annoyed. I'd be like, why is this guy, like... Well, it wouldn't be... It would It would be, like, not crazy rap shit. It would, it would be, be, like, more background, like... Yeah, like, know, fun, like... Michael I could play maybe, you know? Nah, I'd do, like, some, like, like, American Girl. Uh, Like, this, like, you know, yeah. just the shit you want to, dr- like, drink to, like... Yeah, you know, have a couple of During the day, and then, you know, do that during the day, and then do patties at night, you know, yeah. for a Sunday, like, you know... Yeah, oddly enough you know when once the once the football season comes back yeah, around people don't want that shit once that happens nah nah they don't want that they want the the birds but like but what's been good about patties is like the summer has been like the summer's notoriously like not as crowded but well, like that's the whole industry is just you know mm-hmm. but we've actually had like good people there we've had a good crowds like on fridays and sundays and stuff and then mike and Callie comes back so I, like we usually play play together like they'll they'll play their music for a set I'll come on, they'll come back on a set, and then I'll finish the night out. And it's, like, perfect because everybody knows to go to Patty's on Sundays and stuff because yeah. of, of Mike and Callie. So, That's you know. a late night, though. It what is. What time do you get done? Like, two, two three? Yeah. One, uh, one. Now, one. one or... That's yeah, not too one, bad. Nah, it, depend, it depends that how the crap... The poor crap. bartender ain't leaving until, like, three the, or four. Yeah, but, in, yeah. but I mean, you know, for a Sunday, though, like, you can't really complain. Like, if you're a bartender on a Sunday and you're making good money, like... And even for me, DJing, like, I'm, I'm lucky that I can make money on a Sunday DJing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really heard of that yeah. much at often unless you're, like, down the shore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Hey, take the money where you can get it. Exactly. Buddy, you know? Exactly. Now, what else? Is that your only source of income? So DJing, um, I do have a sponsored. Um, I do have a deal with Screwball, um, so they pay me uh, to to post like a few times a month um, to promote their their uh, the whiskey. Um, it's actually really good whiskey, Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Check that out. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's actually fire. I'm not check gonna... it out. I know a lot of our listeners are in AA, but check it out. I'm anyway, sorry if you're nah, cool. <laughs> if you're in AA. I'm so sorry, but. Yeah. It is, and the only reason why. So it's we're fifty fifty. So a lot it's not in there. Yeah, so it's weird because they um they hit me up um because like they they saw me at Keenan's one night and like hey listen like we'll pay blah blah, blah. like we'll send out like re- like people to come out and like you know check you out. I'm like all right, and it's like to me it's like I'm it's it's weird because I do have like the the fun part of me the djing part of me yeah but i also like to i do actually do care about the giving back and the mental health and you know the all that type of stuff too so it's like it's tough because like you know you're gonna get a sponsor from a whiskey company but like then you're on a podcast helping people who maybe struggle with addiction or whatever they're going yeah. through but it's like the way i look at it is like you know i do look at their story like the the people who created the the company have a really good story so it's like i believe in the story and also too i, I don't i'm not against you know, having a few drinks if you can. If it's something that if it's something that doesn't affect you, but if it does affect you, then you know, 
you know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's all good in moderation. So I'm it's not like, against it. I am a bartender. And right. Like, yeah, do what you so want. it's all about moderation. You know what I mean? So it's like you know. So I try to keep that balanced a little bit, but I also do believe I do have another side where like I do believe in like helping people with mental health and depression and because I see people who go through that and you know it it does mess with people's heads and you know I want to be that person who can help somebody whether it's through a conversation um or through like giving back someday like like my goal one day and I have like uh goals I write on my wall um and one of them is I want to give somebody a car um I want to raise fifty thousand dollars for charity like just things like that that I want to do in my life you know what I mean? Because I've like I feel like I grew up in that kind of family that is always, like very they very giving it's and very altruistic. I don't know if you know what that word. Means. I don't. I actually don't know what that means. Nah, it's like I've a, heard it, but it's pretty much the fancy way of saying selfless. I'm pretty sure thinking of others. Yeah, it's because yeah. they throw it around in that because nah. that's like their whole yeah. gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was talking to Mark like uh, I I don't know if it was Mark or my other buddy, but it doesn't matter. But mm. uh. They're like, who's coming on this week? I was like, I got Kev, nice kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry for calling you a kid, but nah, you know. hey, man, what, I'll still I'll, a young man. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Whatever. But I was like, he actually like cares about people. Like he goes to Kensington and shit. Like gives yeah. food to the fucking. Yeah, animals. I mean, I'm not perfect in any way, which possibly. I should probably do more giving back. Seeing as I was like, I mean, from that walk of life, and I'm like, the, I should do more probably, but I do stuff dude, sometimes. The, the thing is, like, it, it makes you feel good. You know, yeah. like that's the one thing like with me is like I'm not perfect in any way. I've made mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes in my life, but uh, I never try to let them f- affect me all the time. Um, like, you know, when it comes to, you know, giving back and stuff, I've been lucky enough to like, honestly, the only reason one of the main reasons why I'm even involved is for, because of the podcast. Yeah. So I've I started the podcast and it forced me to network with people. And I was lucky enough to meet Meg Cohen um, through the Grace Project and stuff. So she would tell me like, "Hey, I want you to come on, like, come out to Kensington." Like this was like after we filmed, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, like yeah, I'll, I'll come through." And then like for a little bit, I didn't because I, you know, I wasn't really sure. One day I put myself out there and was like, um, you know, I was just like, "Oh, I love this. I love being out there with the people." And you learn a lot about them. You learn like you know that I'm not gonna lie. First day I was like, I was like freaking out i was like oh, i don't know what to expect because it is hell like I, you know I, mean? I mean yeah <laughs> i made a video on it and you know too you know but i made a video on it um check that out um in my on my youtube but nice, i basically nice, nice little subtle plug <laughs> but no i the only reason why i made the video is because i wanted to educate other people so when i went i was like oh this is intense this is like hell on earth and the things that the, the things that people go through are real like you know when i had meg and becky on um they both work at the grace project like i was able to hear their stories but i wanted to learn for myself what it was like because you know someone in my family so i fuck it i'll say it my uncle is a recovering addict and he's a reason one of the main reasons why i don't even know if he knows this but he's one of the main reasons why i even got involved in doing any of this because you know seeing what my family goes through every single day with you know just the my my mom um like how much she's hurting and how much she doesn't want to like see him or my grandma who's like the like my best friend in the entire planet shout out sue i love you to death what's up sue what's yeah up, girl? She, she's the best like she's literally like she's an angel like literally an angel and to see her struggle with that and go through that it broke my heart so it's like let me see what he goes through and what he's what's going on out there he's getting better now he's better now but you know so when i was out there it's like you see these people like they're normal people and i've learned that like they are they are all super nice every single person out there that i've given food to like there's such a bad stigma on the people in kensington be- oh, yeah, be- because of what they're uh, because of the of the you know the, what they're on because they have a disease and it's like you know when they're when they're high it's like they can't control what they feel they only can the only only thing to think about is like the drug so it's like you know, but when you're out giving them food and you're out helping them clean up and it's like they're just super thankful and they oftentimes they do help like they help clean up and stuff like that. So they're all amazing people. And like I love being out there. I love being with them because they, they recognize us and they see us as a source of comfort. Like um, there's this guy who this, this always sticks, uh, stands out to me. Um, there's this guy who showed up to one of our things because um, we would park it right at the cricket on the corner of Kensington and Allegheny. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, so we, but we, uh, we usually, towards the end, we go to Needle Park after. And um, we went to Needle Park, and this guy was, uh, 
was there and he was like he looked normal like completely normal and was like standing there but didn't say nothing and he can walked up and i was like oh you volunteering he's like nah i was like all right well you want anything to eat he's like no i'm good i'm like well do you want to help out? i was like uh maybe yeah i'm like um all right i was kind of because i'm like giving shit out so i can't really like focus on him like i'm like yeah. you want to help out like what's going on so like the day keeps going on he's still standing there and then um towards the end like um there's this one guy in, in our group who just talks to everybody like he's just out there like yeah. um and he was talking to him and this dude like starts like crying he's like can you get me in the recovery house and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this guy was sitting there the whole time wanting me to help him. And I didn't even realize it because I, I might not have asked or I wasn't paying attention. And and so my so Meg Cohen, the, the owner of the Grace Project, um, shout out to her. She um, hooked him up with a, a, a recovery center and got him in that day. And he was crying. and was super emotional. And it really hit me because I was just like, these people out there are just so scared to ask for help. But, like, you know, when you offer that resource to them they're gonna take it yeah you know because the people because they do want to get clean they really do you know what i mean it's just a it's just you know there's just a disease that they struggle with yeah, yeah that's super well, hard it's there. a lot of getting it from your head to your heart right because there was a lot of times where i was like i need it and want it mm-hmm. and it's probably the best but i just wouldn't do it you right know I mean? it right took me a couple bumps in the road to i that. mean but listen you you're you're killing it right now dude you're yeah, you know I what i'm saying you gotta a better word <laughs> no like no for real like because no, i always think this too like every single month every single day that you're clean is is huge and you gotta celebrate that and it's not celebrated enough like darnell hinton taught me that you know like you're like with him and teach one feed one like you gotta celebrate every single day, month, year because it's a constant struggle. Then, like I said, I don't, I don't personally experience it, but I, my goal is to educate myself on it and help share it with other people. So it's like, I, from what I've learned, is like, it's it's a constant battle, and it's like every single day is super important to these people, and it's important to me too. Like to hear, like to hear that you're you've been clean for eight years. I'm like, oh shit, dude, like that's fucking sick, man. If I can do it, a lot of people can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone you know can I mean? do it, bro. You, you you realize, dude. I don't know the difference between broad and bought. I think, you know, <laughs> getting sober is a lot easier. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but dude, but guess what? You educate yourself just like you educated yourself on my name. You're like, oh, Nicholas, Nicholas? I'm like... Nah, Nicholas, and now you know, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. well, it would have been an asshole if I was like, Kev Nicholas <laughs> it's on the podcast, it's, and it's you know. Yeah, but that's hard, though. And you're man. nice. You wouldn't have corrected me. Then it would have been a whole thing, and nah, I've been like, I'm like, I fucked that up. Nah, but I mean, it is what it is, man. Yeah, you, you know? got to correct people. For sure. I was doing comedy last night, and the dude bought me up, and he was like, Joe Kelly. And I was like, what? Yeah. Which I, I think's a lawyer's name. Yeah. Why the fuck did he mess your name up that bad? I don't know. Then like, he was like, dude, he apologized. He was like, so I don't different. even know why I did that. And I was like, I don't know. Either. Yeah, bro, get your shit. To, that's that's like super unfresh on his part. Like to not know your, like for a comedian's fucking name. Like, yeah, come, it's on, right. come on, it's open mics. Yeah, but still, there's no professionalism. Yeah, but still, it. dude. Like, eat, like so, like I'll even go for like job interviews and shit, and I'll be in a job interview, and they're like, uh, "What's your name?" I'm like. I literally fucking applied for your yeah, job. I gave you a resume. You know, everything. I like what? I'm like, I'm instantly like. Now, if you're in a job interview and they hit you with Kev Nicholas, do you not correct them because you want the job? I, I'll correct them. It, oh, okay. it depends yeah. on the job. Dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, know. you give them a chance. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> if it was Applebee's, you better. Correct them, dude. You got to put them in their place. Give them early. a ch- yeah. You give them a chance, but but yeah, man. So like the Grace Project. Uh, it's been one of the biggest things for me. Are the shakes here? Your smoothies the here, smoothies man. Smoothies are here. Yeah. Oh shit. All right, say no more. All right, nice, here we go. Dude. I didn't want one. Didn't want I'm going to die. It's his fault. Because I don't like smoothies. It's his fault. But I had one smoothie in my life, and it was my buddy Nate's grandmom. She was like, dude, she strong-armed me, this old woman. You were talking about how your grandmom's your best friend. I have a theory, and I don't doubt that your grandmom's nice people, but I feel like most old people are like, I loved my grandmom, but she was miserable all the time. Uh, you know what I mean? My, I'm sure your grandmom's a nice lady. My grandparents, I have a theory that most old people like fucking, you know what I mean, be. suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And everyone's like, but I love my pop-up. I'm like, yeah, because it's your fucking pop-up and your grandmom, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, nah, mine were all, well... My grandparents, all my grandparents are alive besides my grandmom. He passed away in 2016, RIP. Um, or, yeah, she passed away a while ago, yeah. Mm, it was 2013, I think it was, yeah. So a while ago. I try to forget it. Like, okay, it was one of the like, the, dark, the deepest and darkest times of my life. But, um, but yeah, man, so. Yeah, but we were, uh, we were, I was at his house, and his grandmom's like, you like milkshakes? And I was like, I love milkshakes, which <laughs> makes the whole me not like a smoothies thing probably yeah. weird. 
But she was like, do you like strawberry milkshakes? I was like, no. <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, just try it. It's like a strawberry milkshake. Yeah. I was like, what's this old lady not computing, yeah. dude? It's yeah. strong on me to try the smoothie, and I yeah. hated it. Yeah, I've had some... Uh, some Trying to think of any, if I had should have hit her with I'm allergic to strawberries. That's like a big one. I'm like I'm allergic <laughs> to strawberries. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I had any uh, experiences with food that like I can't really think. Of. Honestly, what do I? Uh, eggplant. It's the worst smelling thing on the planet. Yeah. And my mom will cook it and like hey, you want some eggplant? The whole house will stink like shit for like fucking. Do you eat it though? No. Oh, no. All right, good for you, man. Nah. That's, like, the one thing that I can't smell or, like, be around or yeah. I'll, like, get, like, nauseous. I'm too childish with it. I just, like, will yeah. refuse to eat stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, bro. Here mm-hmm. we go again about food, you know? And, uh, yeah. That's what this podcast, it always comes back to food. Yeah, I mean, and we're always like, if wow. we're on the topic of food, I mean, I've been educating myself on food a little bit recently. Uh, I've had a... Uh, do some plugs. Uh, PT eats probably the best cheesesteak I've ever had in my entire. Uh, they look phenomenal. My boy Johnny they, Butler always eats them. I was. Like, uh, they're hard to get though, right? I was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was fortunate enough to have Pete on my podcast, and he brought over a cheesesteak for me, and I tasted. You did it on camera. Yeah. That's what's up. Dude. It was. It was good. Did you feel like a slob. You were like, so you make these? I, I didn't even care. I, yeah. No, I'm. It's so weird. It's the way that the breading. It's it's so like you know, but um, now that's good. Um, I gotta give a plug to Meg Doc Cakes. I don't know if you ever had her. She, um, so Meg Doc, she, uh, she bakes, uh, like cakes, cupcakes and all that stuff. And it's all like super rich and like light. And she, you know, she's the best. Uh, Meg Doc Cakes, if you guys want any cakes for birthdays or anything, she's the best. Like, I will follow that after this because if there's one thing I yeah. love, it's sweet treats. Yeah, even have her on and have her bring some over. Like, she is, and she's also one of the most genuine people I know. Like, we talk every day, um, you know, about like all different stuff. Like, I look, I look to her like a little sister, but she's the best. And obviously, Santini's too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if I had any other food. Uh, I did a food gift. I did a... Uh, a giveaway with a uh, Larry from um, uh, what's his Instagram account? It's the uh, hold on, let me look this up. Look it up, man. Yeah, I want to get this right because this was a this is our giveaway episode. Um, I don't know why I'm sorry, Larry. I'm so sorry. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, it's a uh, oh flavor of Philly. Oh yeah, he the flavor of Philly. I don't know if you ever seen that account, but it's like. He has like twenty k on Insta, and he just like comments on like he like just goes tries different places and stuff. And so I had him on. And we did like a, a, a mukbang, quote unquote, with Meg Docs and Santinis. And then we did like the Devil's Toe Challenge, which was like the hottest taffy in the world. And he, that, this sick fuck kept it in his mouth for five minutes, the drooling and stuff. It yeah. was brutal. I love spicy. Yeah? That's my shit. I can't do it. Can't do it. I could do the Buffalo Wings from Applebee's. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I could That's do- the Scoville unit. Scoville is the measure of heat. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that, but uh, um, only that's, is, that's yeah. the hottest you'll go. Is that? I mean, I. For me to enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. So we like, had wings on here the one time. Me and my buddy Paul, he came on because he's a big wing guy. Okay. We just talk about wings a lot. Really? Recently. Okay. And uh, he bought like all these various hot sauce. We got them from the Jug Handle, which is terrible. And my buddy Nate yeah. swears by the Jug Handle. He's like, Jug Handle's best wings. And they were all... <laughs> I have a problem with chicken wings when they have, like, when it's the flats and they have, like, that fucking extra piece on them. I know, yeah. Like I know how you're Hooters about. has them. Yeah, yeah. I think that shit's mm. disgusting. Nah, I like And they were, like, real rubbery, and I was like, this is gross. Nah, I mean, I like the I like flats, but yeah, yeah. I'll do... You gotta go flats, man. Oh, yeah. I live right by Kearns. I go to Kearns I a like lot. I like Kearns. Cajun wings. Kearns is banging. I'll just do regular buffalo, but Kearns is good. I mean, Applebee's, is, it gets the job done. Yeah. Um, you don't Sh- got to be nice to Applebee's because nah. you're sitting here, man. Nah, I lo- nah, I do like Applebee's. Though. I mean, it's it's my go-to, yeah, you know? obviously, you go there, you know Going I mean? some dates to Applebee's, too, basic as shit. Nah, I but. know. People <laughs> always ask me, they're like, yeah, what's, you know, yeah. don't you love Applebee's? I'm like, no, nah, I don't love I'm no, there you, every day. If you, you know? if you work there, then obviously you're like, you're, you're not going to like it. Like, I've had some, I've worked at a few food places, and they're like, I mean, I, um, worked at, yeah, I worked at Three Monkeys. I worked at Chickie's. I worked at uh, what's the uh, what Chickies? Uh, Boulevard. Oh, okay. Where's My the... buddy Sean's worked there forever. I think I know Sean then. Red hair. Bartender. Yeah, I know Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah Sean's yeah, yeah. the man. Yeah, Sean's. I, a I grew up with him. Sean's the man. I love him. Yeah. Um, I worked there a long time ago. I actually met PMB Rock there when I it, like back in like 2016. I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. But uh, I got a picture with him and stuff. Now, were you sure it was him? Oh, I was positive. Okay. I, yeah, okay. I was positive. So, and he moved into my development in Ben Salem. Ah, that's. I think awesome. I got kicked out for. Uh, 
for jo- oh, for jog that. charges. I remember that. I remember yeah. I saw that. We that was like, a couple years ago. We were saying free PNB. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time I was at work and I thought I uh, met Baron Davis. Do you know who Baron Davis is? Yeah, played yeah. for the Clippers and the Warriors. And- yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I met him, but then I was just like, you know. And there's that old stereotype that all black dudes look the same. So I was like, it could be him, but it could just be a black dude that looks. Yeah. And I wanted to tell him and be like, you know, you look like Baron Davis, but I didn't want him to be like, that's racist. I am Baron Davis. Yeah. Well, that, that would have been a cool outcome, but I thought it would be like, you're a racist piece of shit. You know yeah, that? It would have been, been like, better well, if he just, you know, if he, if, if he, he went along with it, yeah, then I would oh, tell yeah. everyone, I'd be like, I met Baron Davis. Oh yeah. Man. You mean any celebrities? Uh, depends on your level of celebrity. You know what I mean? Mm. Like mega famous? No, I don't think so. Mm. You know what I mean. Who's the most famous person you ever met? You think that I ever met? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I met like so like you know I go to like a lot of punk shows and like hardcore shows so like I met like dudes in like bigger bands like that. Okay. Yeah, like I worked merch for this band Madball, which is like the top. Okay. They're like one of the top hardcore bands. They like originated kind of you know they were very early on. They're okay. Cool. They're yeah. pioneers of it, I will say okay. that, and they're very good, and I'm not like really even a big hardcore music fan, Okay, but all my boys have been in hardcore bands, so I go. Yeah, yeah, So I met That's I dope. met them, I worked merch for them, uh, let's see, I don't know, there's some weird ones, like uh, Novak came on and did the podcast, but I know him. Okay. So it's hard to, you know Isn't I mean? it weird, like, when you know somebody who's like... Like a dude I used to work with at Applebee's was like, yo, or even when I started doing comedy, like... Uh, I would post like my clips from open mics and the one, my buddy Connor who ran the open mic, he was like, yeah. he was like, you see Brandon Novak liked your post. And I was like, yeah. And he said, are you not freaking out about that? I was like, no, I know him. Yeah, I know Brandon. Is he, was he, he wasn't on Jackass, was he? Yeah. He was on yeah. Viva La Bam and stuff. Oh uh, yeah. 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 My friend Tori McGee, she was telling me about, he does like a lot of, there's a lot of like stuff for the community, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah I was I trying- spoke while he was in rehab and he's been sober ever oh, since. Sh- I'm not saying there's a coincidence hey, in that. If there might be, I yeah. mean. I was actually trying to get him on the podcast, my podcast. I actually got to, I was going to reach out to him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, yeah, I don't know. I haven't talked to him. It was, it was a while ago. Hey, try. Hey, yeah. I would try to pull strings for you, but then I felt weird about asking him to do this. And when he came on here, he was super nice. He said, why would I say no to this? Dude? And yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, listen, Brandon, if you're watching this, I mean, Hey, I love to have you on, bro. But yeah, yeah but my friend, I wanted to have my friend Tori reach out to him too, but uh, I don't know any other famous people. I think if I met them, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've met, like, athletes and stuff. I've seen Uzi a bunch just around the city. Uzi, but that's just, he's you know, always bullying. He doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, um, I met some comedians, you know what I mean? Hmm. So it's, like, stuff like that where it's, like, these dudes are, like, huge in my mind. And people are, like, I don't like know who low, the fuck yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I met this dude, Giannis Papas, who's very funny. Very, okay. He's a bigger comedian, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Like, I mean, anyone who's bigger than you, you look up to them. So yeah. it's, like, you... He's you, a professional. I'll say that. You see them in a different light, yeah. And he's killing it, but... uh. Like I said, the name you probably don't know who he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, uh, I'm not big in the community. Yeah, but I saw him live and I like shot the shit and I made him laugh a couple times. So I was like, am I doing go. good in life? You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, man. Uh, I met Brendan Schaub, who's another comedian. Yeah, Brendan Schaub. Yeah, UFC. Yeah, I like I like his stuff. He has a yeah, because I saw him live and he did a meet and greet after and it was like an extra ten bucks. Cool dude. And I was like, yeah, we talked for two seconds. I made him cradle me like a baby because <laughs> he's strong. And I was like, yeah, pick yeah. me up like a fucking child. It wasn't the best. Uh... UFC fighter, but he was all right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's, right. But he's, you know he's a good dude, though. Yeah, I, I watch some of his stuff, like Food Talk Diaries, and I've seen him on Jerry Rogan a few times. So yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good dude. Um, Who else, dude? I don't know. My dad met a bunch of, like, athletes and stuff, because my dad's a retired detective, uh-huh. but he used to work security details for celebrity golf outings in Philly. Oh, that's sick. So he met, like, Charles Barkley, Dan Marino. Oh, my that's dad said Dan Marino's a nice dude ever. My dad said Mike Schmidt's a dickhead, so... It really? Yeah. yeah. They always say never meet your idols. Huh? Yeah. It's the oldest saying in the world, but yeah, it's it's sometimes it's true. I'm big on that, dude. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. But I fish for stuff, too. What do you mean? Uh, you're like a, you're a dirty. Yeah, like on Instagram, because I do this, and I'm, yeah. I'm a comedian, so like I tag like other comedians. I'm like, I'm like, well, you just acknowledge me. I'm desperate yeah. for the attention so badly. Yeah, you just And sometimes them. they do, you know? Yeah. I mean? I, see, that's the thing. Like I'm, my favorite podcast, I have a tattoo for it on my whole rib cage. Really? What's your favorite podcast? Uh, it's called The Honeydew. Who's using that? Uh, it's this dude Ryan Sickler. He's a comedian, but he's very good. Interview. Okay, 
So he does like I do like a knockoff version of his because his whole thing's like highlighting the low lights of life. Oh, okay. Which in my head I think this is like, but then it's like more like <laughs> me highlighting. I'm like, why do you think I'm not good enough? And, like, <laughs> it's a random person every week. I was like, we. I thought we were here to talk about me. I'm like, you would think. <laughs> you would think. That's what. Yeah. You, oh, that's what you thought. That's what you thought. You would think, but we're back to me now. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, I mean, something I've learned uh, is just to shoot your shot. Like when it comes to reaching out to people, because you'll never know who answers. Like you know what I mean. Like. I was telling you, I had the guy from the blind side, Quentin, the big, the big yeah. guy who played Big Mike. Yeah, he answered my DM, and he wants to come on my podcast. And it's like you just never know, like who you're gonna have reach out or answer. You know, yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time, they're not gonna see your DM. Yeah, but that's fine. Half of it's trying. Yeah, well, it knows I've DM Shaq so many times. Not to Shaq. do this podcast, just to be like, "What's up, man?" Imagine like, Shaq we just could be pulling friends. up yeah. to Summerton. Yeah, that'd be something, dude. <laughs> I mean, fun. he's here every once in a while, like when yeah. he's doing NBA coverage. Lamar Odom was just in Seaport. Uh, and and, and uh, Wawa. Yeah, I feel like he would be good for this podcast. So I'll be like, you used to do crack. I also used to do crack. Be like, that's what <laughs> you guys have man. a lot to talk about. Yeah, I'll be like, isn't that shit awesome, dude? And even like, what? <laughs> that's funny, man. That's funny, bro. So Lamar Odom's coming on next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, get him on. yeah, get him on. Try and think. I feel like I've had to have met celebrities before, but did I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yet again, it's all like things like it's more hype for me. Yeah. Like dudes and bands I like. And I'm like, damn, okay. dude, that dude. Yeah. I met you, um, this dude in this band called Set Your Goals, which you probably never heard nah, of. I'm, yeah. I'm, but I, I'm super mainstream. I have a big some stuff. I have a big tattoo of their like song lyrics on my chest. And I met him at a oh, show. Wow. And I was like, you the guy from Set Your Goals, which is probably not the best way to start off the conversation. Yeah. Nah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I got a huge tattoo for your first album across my chest. Then he was like, ah, that's cool. Can I see it? And I showed him, and he was like, all right, man. That's it? Yeah. All I was that, like, be more hyped, dude. All that time and pain. Yeah. Like, if somebody had a, a phone I'm like, little do you know I'm going to have Kev Nichols on this podcast, <laughs> and he don't know who the fuck set your goals yeah. is, so be grateful that I got this tattoo on my chest. Dude, you know if, what I mean? If somebody, if somebody got, like, a fall forward media tat or, like, something with around me, like, on their body, I'd be like, dude, I'll get a picture with it. I'd be like, yeah, like, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Like, that's well, sick. I'll do it if you want. I don't care about any of my tattoos at this dude, point. You know be, what I mean? I'll, I'll be get fucking, literally whatever. That would be legendary, dude. But, yeah, we can set it up, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chip in for it. You know? Hey. <laughs> 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 Some promo, but, but now, yeah, also, too, um, I did want to talk about the Grace Project a little bit. Yeah, go ahead, um, Because it's something I'm super passionate about, and there's a lot going on with it. Um, we, uh, so we, uh, I want to talk about this kid, Gabe. He's not going to see this episode yet, but so we're surprising this kid, Gabe. Uh, he has autism and, and he has a, a disorder in his muscles where they deteriorate. And, you know, he's in a few years, he'll be in like a wheelchair and it'll, you know, it's, um, it'll be rough, but he's, Gabe's one of these kids that, you know, he's one of the, the brightest, smartest kids that I've ever Learned from, learned about, and and you know, I had the pleasure of talking to his mom on the phone when we told her, and this this is one of the reasons why I love doing what I do, and why I'm, like me and and Meg, especially Meg, is you know she started all of this because of her experience in Kensington. Um, the phone call that we had uh, with the mom, and because she nominated her kid uh, um, to to get surprised from the Give a Little Hope program, and we chose him. And uh, having the phone call with her, you know, hearing her reaction and hearing her emotion, um, her getting emotional, saying, like, you know, Gabe's just a great kid and doesn't even realize what he lives with. He's just one of those kids who just lights up a room and never complains. And he makes, you know, and he makes me feel weird about complaining about not, you know, not having hot water or, you know, just little stuff. Like, because he just sees the world in such a different way. And, um, you know, um, we're taking him to uh, Nickelodeon Universe. Awesome. Uh, on Sunday, and we're picking him up in a limo and surprising him and stuff like that. And like, I'm just super excited to do that, and uh, I'm just super excited for you know just to have him, you know, be a part of the Give a Little Hope program and give him one of the best days ever. And it's gonna be on the day after his birthday, oh, that's which awesome, is the coolest man. thing ever. And like, yeah, it's just one of those things that like I love to like that keeps me going, and you know, that we want to just keep growing in the future and. You know, have you know, keep uh, keep pushing for because we're we're aiming to do uh, one kid a month, yeah. and um, we have different kids get nominated um, every week from their whether it's our family members, friends, or parents, stuff like that. So I just wanted to give Gabe a little bit of a shout out, and um, I haven't met him yet, but uh, I've seen pictures and you know, I talked to talked to his mom, me and Meg, and you know, I'm just super excited to uh, 
you know, have him be a part of the uh, the Give Little Hope program and, you know, give him one of the best days ever. So That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really, truly I'm excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might cry. <laughs> Listen, man, it's I hope my goal is for it to be one of the biggest things in Philly in general. Like I like I've always been super ambitious with what I want to do, whether it's with music or with, you know, helping people like or giving back or creating a brand or anything like we just uh, we just had Jacqueline London. She's a uh uh, MEC 10 reporter uh, reach out to Meg about the Grace Project and she wants to come out with us when we go to Kensington and you know wants to highlight that and the Give a Little Hope program so it's like you know if you know I'm just super excited to just be a part of it and see where it goes and I, I hope it's I, I want it to be one of the biggest things in Philly because I feel like people who are creative like you and like me and whoever else is you know wants to do something um, I feel like it's it's just so frowned upon and it's so like not encouraged, you know, only yeah. in like LA or like New York and shit like that. It's just yeah. not, you know. People are like, how dare you have dreams, man? Yeah, exactly. They're, They're just, like, you yeah. get a union job like the rest of us. I'm Dude, like, I don't know how to work. 100%. Tools. <laughs> and I, yeah, man. Like, and uh, I've always been just so against that. Not because it's just because it's just not me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's not, I just feel like if you are passionate about something, like you should, you should try to find a way to make it happen. And, it, and it's tough, especially in Philly. But, you know, and this all goes back to putting yourself out there and not being afraid because like something I realized and you know, even the fact that me and you were even having this conversation is like, if you're willing to put yourself out there, it's like, you'll, you'll be surprised at who reaches out and who wants to get involved and who wants to help. And it's like people you would like never expect. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that's if the game with all this dude, like a right. lot of the people, like, so the majority of the people who have been on here, I know, like mm-hmm. I know you just from Applebee's, but it's like also like, mm-hmm. just come on and do it, dude. It's a new experience. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know that much about you. You know, yeah. I know the, I yeah. know the clips that you let the world know via social media, like right. most people. But it's so it's always cool. Yeah, but I find podcasts to be really cool. I feel like it's like a it's something that I feel like COVID, like people are really starting to like hit on now, and and people are starting their own podcasts, which I think is amazing. Cause yeah, like, I mean that was the necessity because like you know open mic stuff. You know, I was like a yeah. year or two years into stand up. I guess it's three years now. I've been into stand up, but like okay. you're still you're still in the beginning stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I took stand up up, and I was like. You know, they're like, the world shut down. Yeah, yeah. And even still now, it's like, it's difficult, because I got a puppy in uh, mm. quarantine, and then my brother sold his house, so him and his <laughs> wife moved in with us, Okay, and oh. they have five kids, so oh. it's like, I never want to leave the house, you know what oh, I mean? Because it's just yeah. like, so much is going on there. It took and a, yeah, it took, it's a lot of responsibility to take on. Yeah, man. they had triplets, man. Damn. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, you know, yeah, congrats. yeah, they're cool. They're the easiest part. The two-year-old yeah. and the six-year-old's real easy, too. The two-year-old stuff. She's me. That's awesome. You know? That's awesome, man. Who do you look up to, uh, comedian? Like, who's your favorite comedian? Uh, so that dude, Ryan Sickler, Nate yeah. Bargetzi, he's on Netflix, Tom Segura I like a lot. Tom Segura. Okay, he sounds really familiar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, okay. I'm, like you know. Cool. Uh, yeah, and then I I'll- think it's just a whole interesting thing, because, like, comedy's, like, one of those things, unless you're into it, it's like, who... Who gives a shit? You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But it's like one of the most enjoyed things. Like, there's not many people who are like, it's a, it's an who art. will go to a random comedy show and be like, oh damn, I had a fun time. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's playing it. You know you what know? though, man? There, there are good comedy shows out there. I mean, my parents used to watch one. I don't even remember what it was called, but shoot, they would watch the specials on on uh, on Comcast and like, they were good. Like, this dude is funny. Like, they're like yeah. comedy. And when you learn to appreciate it and like get involved in it, you can really find enjoyment. Well, I get shocked because I like watch all these comedians' podcasts because all their podcasts are like huge and they're killing it with yeah. it. But they're like, they always talk about the statistics of like, say you get a Netflix deal and they're like, dude, out of your hour special, people watch like the first 30 minutes, then turn it off. Mm. Even if it's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. That's just people's lack of attention spans, though. Yeah, you know so I mean, it's just getting shorter. Like I, mean, I made an hour special six months in, which is a terrible idea, and I don't suggest <laughs> any comedian do that. The people are like, "Yo, yeah. man, I watched that shit." I'm like, "Why'd you watch that shit?" You know what I mean? Well, I was I watched the uh, the Kevin Hart podcast on Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, so for one of the I think it was like the Rogan's kind of I enjoy Rogan, and it really depends who he has on. But mm-hmm. it's like they're all four hours, and I'm like, I can't. You know I can't. I, mean? I know because the only reason why I listen to the Kevin Hart one. Was because I went. I was driving to Orlando for that TikTok thing I was telling yeah. you about. Um, I was like, I, I can't listen to music for 15 hours. Like, I need like, or you know, however long I was driving. So I listened to the Kevin Hart one, and he was talking about how the playing that goes into the specials and the and even the sets. Like, 
years, like a, a whole plan, like a whole year just for one, just to get the material right. Material right. Yeah. Well, and that's it, what most of them do. My buddy Mikey hit yeah. me up one time and he was like explaining how stand-up comedy works, even though I kind of know. Like, yeah. not that I know. I'm not like killing and nah, making money. But you have it. an idea more than... But he's like, you know, they go on tour for like a year or two before they film anything. I'm like, yeah, I know yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... And yeah. he's like, but you did it in six months. I was like, that's why mine's dog shit, Well, dude. well no. Well, it's not, not dog shit, but it's... Well, not, not that. No, yeah. Give yourself some credit, man, because if you're able to put together a set, an hour set, right? Mm-hmm. It's an hour long of just talking of yeah. about about your life or whatever. Like you know, it's it's a lot of work that goes into it, and that all goes back to just putting yourself out there and keep fucking doing it because who knows? Um, <clears throat> so now you're three years in, right? Mm-hmm. Three yeah, years, about. So let's say another two years go by and you put out another special or whatever, however long. It's like you can you can look back on the first one you did and yeah. improve on it. And it's, I still do material from it because it's like you know. Yeah. Who outside of Philly's really seen well, it? Well, exactly. I mean? Yeah, it's, and, that, and that's that's fine, though. Like, my, my buddy Jed, he, he'll re-release old songs because he has a new audience now. You get a new audience, you re-put them out, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'll probably do that with my music, too. If there's a song yeah. that I like that I put out in the beginning, then I'll fucking re-release it. Yeah. But a lot of my shit's, like, hit or miss. Like, I kind of didn't do well last night. I was at open mic, but it's like, you know... It's very dark, and it's just lack of just where I came from and just being, mm. you know, me. So yours is dark. Yours like dark yeah. humor? it's kind of like Seinfeld, but I'm like, what's the deal with heroin? Why is it killing all my friends? And, like, there's <laughs> usually one person in the crowd. They're like, that's not cool, man. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's not cool, dude. All yeah. my friends are dead. And they're yeah, like, so you attack, you attack the hard shit. I don't attack, no. I, just, I, I, I mean, those are you, the topic. Yeah, 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 subjects yeah, yeah. and stuff. But it's just something that I'm so used to. Like, you yeah. do all this good work to help these people down there, and, like, uh, the... It's so fucked up because, like, the longer I stay sober, the a little more jaded I get. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where I'm well, like, yeah, it's not for everyone, and it's a on, heartbreaking thing. You know what I mean? We're coming from different sides. Like, you were in the I streets. Was in it, you were yeah. in it, so you have every right to say how you feel about it or, or use use a way of, I guess, not coping. Maybe yeah. is that a partially? Coping? And I wasn't good at being homeless. I did it for like a week at most. Some of my buddy, like my buddy Miles, was down there for years. He right. was on the news and shit for it. They oh, really? Were, yeah, he's yeah. Like, and like I said, man, anyone who's in it or has gotten out of it or who is trying to get out of it i just got the utmost respect because it's like and you can cope with it however you want to and it's like because that shit is so rough man i couldn't i've been fortunate enough to where i had a family who you know i i I never i never um got involved with drugs i never did you know so i was fortunate enough to not have that um or have to go through that so it's like but the Learning about people that have, it's like you know, you just have, you just gain respect for them. That's that's all it really is to it. And because yeah. like I, before, you know, before I would always be like, oh, there's people in Kennington. It's like, oh, they're all animals. But it's like, there's just people who gotten with the wrong people or gotten the wrong things. And you know, they're all, they're all they're all really nice people. They're just and then you know, so it's like I I fully encourage anyone who even wants to get involved or has a, even an ounce of like of a um, curiosity to just go and do it and you can volunteer with there's so many other organizations but you know the grace project that go we go to kensington every thursday we'll go there for like two hours we'll, we'll, we'll give out food and have you know we'll, we'll just in old clothes you can just put right next to the the cricket yeah. and people will just take it because if they need it and it's like i just you know it's not as scary as you know as people think it is in the term in the sense of like when you're out there giving to people they're so nice and they, yeah. they just want just go in numbers yeah, they, 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 you know, they, they just, you know, you just take care of them, and that's that's all it really is. It's not like you know, you're out there like, you know, doing anything crazy. Like sometimes it can get out of hand, but like you know, we got people for that. So well, I always explain it to people, and they're like, oh, it's probably so nuts down there. I'm like, it's more of a business down there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, people are just, just don't get me wrong, nutty shit happens down there, but it's word of advice: don't film any. Don't film. Don't put your phone out. Don't try to take any Snapchats. Yeah, don't, do and don't do that shit because they will snatch your shit and break it. Like. Like when I went and I did my video, I had a GoPro and I held it like in my hand, like in a corner, because I, because I, like I said, I wanted to document it, like yeah. went out because I was giving out hope bags and stuff. I wanted to document it for people to see like what actually goes on down there. So yeah. it's like, but I couldn't film any. I, I had to hold it like this and like, you know what I mean? I blurred out people's faces and stuff, but it's like don't don't film shit down there. Like don't you know? But definitely get involved, yeah. cause, like because like I said, I love the people down there. I'll yeah. tell you what, it does give you a good, especially when you're doing stuff like that, it gives you a good perspective of being like, oh, man. I yep. just like, And even you were talking about like coming from a good upbringing, like I was brought up, bought up, brought up. Brought up, brought, brought up. up. Okay, yep. thanks, yep. man. Brought up, yep. there you go. I appreciate the assist, man. <laughs> there you go. I was brought up right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My parents are great, you know? Yeah, My hey. brothers are great, you know? We yeah. had a loving family, and, yeah. like, and I think people always think that the story goes on, it's like... Mm-hmm. 
something fucked up happened to you. And nah. I'm like, nah, nothing fucked up. Some, you just me. get in with the wrong people sometimes, man. And it happens to everybody. It happens to the best of us. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of just yeah. correcting it. And and sometimes it takes some people longer than others. You know what I mean? And like, um, yeah. But like I said, going down there, it's just a it's a it's a reset. It's a mental reset to me because I'll go down there for two hours and spend time with these people, and you know, and then you get to come home, and you know, which you know, which I'm fortunate to do. But it's just nice to be able to just be with them. You know, I, I really do enjoy it, and I, I enjoy. The, the, the give a little hope program i enjoy all that stuff and that's what i really want to do and i really want to i always say on my podcast and on my website and stuff uh to encourage the conversation you know whether it's you're talking about addiction or mental health depression like it's so important it just like encourage the conversation no matter what you know like like when i go dj at paddywax like there was one time when i put out an episode from uh, this guy james reedy who's an interventionist and somebody uh Saw somebody watched it who goes to Paddywax, but um, so I was at the bar grabbing a drink, and someone came up to me, was like, Yo, like, Kev, like, you're from the loft. I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do that. Yeah, he was like, oh, I saw your James Reedy episode, it was really nice. And I was like, Thank you. And he was like, Yeah, well, listen, man, like, my dad, you know, struggles with it, alcohol, he's an alcoholic and struggles with that stuff. And so, me and him sat for 10 minutes and talked about it. And yeah. it's like encouraging the conversation, man, just any way possible, no matter where you're at, as long as people are talking about it and open to talking about it, that's the only way things are going to get fixed. And that's yeah. the only, you know, there's going to be a solution, you know. And alcohol is always a tough one, too, because it's just so not frowned upon. And listen, mm-hmm. the majority of the world can do it. Mm hmm. Yeah, and they're fine. You know yeah. what I mean. But and that's the thing too. It is, is if you can problem. if you can balance it and you can do it socially or responsibly, that's fine. But if if you do struggle with it, then you know try to attack it and try to correct it. You know what I mean? Because I run into a lot. Like a couple of my boys, they were sober like a long time. Then they're like, I want to smoke weed now, mm. which doesn't work for me. Nah, you know nah, I mean? yeah. But I was like try it man who am i you know which isn't the right no, AA response to give to people i'm like i don't know what to tell you don't yeah. do heroin well at the know? end of the day everybody is their own person and they're gonna do but what they want get into a level of where it's like not frowned upon i feel like it should it's be less getting, frowned upon it's getting, it's getting decriminalized alcohol. it's you know it's yeah. medicinal uses and yeah. stuff like that but people fucking love weed yeah i mean i personally was never a weed person yeah. but i love weed if i could do weed, really? i would do it really but i can't you so, can't because yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, but you, you find other ways, though, man. Like, you you know, you find ways to get enjoyment from... You know, do you go out a lot or no? Nah, you just kinda not really. Just, you kind of yeah, just chill, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't like being around people that much, to be honest with yeah. you. I'm around them all day at work. Introvert, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm introverted. I can be, like, outgoing and but talkative. But you just get sick of people at like, Applebee's. You know, yeah, I'm just, just you know, a... dealing with Applebee's every day. So I'm like, I'm like yeah, here we Shout go. Out Applebee's, man. Yeah, man I had a table today. They're like, oh, we must be annoying this shit. I was like, you have not even scratched the level of annoying. You yeah, know you, guys I mean? are, you guys are innocent compared to the shit you probably deal yeah. with. Yeah, all because they were like, oh, my bad. I need this, too. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah man, that's my job. That's not annoying to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But when I walk by every time and they're like, yo, I need this, that's pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. They were nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I never, uh, I never enjoyed working in food. Like I, like when I was at three monkeys and stuff, like yeah, it's a, it takes a, it takes a rare breed. It takes to a, do it. Oh, for sure. Plus I've been doing it forever. Yeah. Well, like I mean a long time. Okay. I've been at Applebee's for nine years. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I always gauge that how long I've been sober plus a year. Cause I was a train wreck the first uh, year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would just snort oxys in the bathroom to come out That's ready to cr- work and they'd be like, are Damn. you okay? You're falling asleep standing up. I'm like, I'm green. Man. Damn. But, dude, you've come such a long way, though, bro. I, yeah. That's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. It is really impressive. I changed my whole image. I got a bunch of tattoos, and I was like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. You know? Your body's your canvas, you know? Dude, it is my canvas. I just got yeah. dumb shit all over me. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, dude, let's just fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, you know it's I mean? it, every single tattoo is a story, though. You know, that's the way I look at it. I mean, but some of them don't. I'm sure a lot of yours just don't. <laughs> a lot of them don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. I got my mom and yeah. dad's name on me. That's like as nice as it goes. That's as like as I mean? like sentimental as like it my goes. third one was the Philly fanatic breathing fire over the city like Godzilla. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So like, so I did that. What makes you think of shit like that? Like I don't know because I'm dumb. Dude. You know I, mean? <laughs> go, I don't I can know only, the difference between bought and brought. What I do can, you mean? What makes me think of that? <laughs> I can only imagine what the artist says. Like, oh, what do you want? Can I get the fanatic? Just he was pretty stoked on it. He's like, yeah. that's a pretty interesting idea. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Then I got the stereotypical like love on the inside of my arm, and okay. I was just like to wrap it all in. Yeah, but there he is. All dude. the colors and shit. Fire. Damn, must have cost a penny too. Yeah, because you know they add up after a while. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on our sleeve right now. You know, I got like a little tattoo here, but I want I want to get my left arm sleeved up. A dude walked into me. I was talking about it last week because my friend Kelsey was on. She does tattoos, but a dude just came up to me at Wawa and he was like, "Yo, man, where'd you get your work done?" I was like, "Ah, it's a bunch of different people in the area." Yeah, like a lot of my friends do them. So you I'm mix like, them up. 
And yeah. uh, he was like, yeah. Then he proceeded to tell me, he's like, yeah, this is what I want to get. I was like, why are you telling Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to get my food at Wawa, yeah. which I think has dog yeah. shit food, to be honest with you. Their Wawa. Yeah. It's not bad, it's good. it's not good. I'm not going to lie. It's good junk food. That's You know what? When I was living in the halfway house, me and my buddy Bill, we like mm-hmm. came to that conclusion because yep. it was like two in the morning and we're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, and he was good. like, "Did you ever realize it's not that good? It's just open late." And I'm like, "You got a point there, dude." It's facts, bro. Yeah. I mean, I like some of their stuff, but yeah, when I'm after patties, I'm like, "Yeah, let me get mac and cheese with chicken strips and chipotle sauce on it." Nice, um, nice. Put me right to sleep. I usually get the chicken strip sandwich. Okay, yeah. But they used to just do a chicken patty that was fried, but they mm-hmm. don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you yeah. were alive yet. I'm sure you were. It's uh, not like I'm I was, 20 I, years older. I, I was born in '96, so it's yeah. I was born in the 80s. Does that blow your mind? Uh, no, a little bit. Yeah. bit. You look you'll good, man. You look good. Blows Dylan's mind. Dylan, right? Yeah, yeah it blows your mind. Fucking, yeah. Dylan's 99, yeah. Yeah, before the podcast. So I was like, yeah, I yeah. Went, he was like, I went to Penn Salem. I was like, what year you graduated? And thinking we'd yeah. have some like similar bonds. He was like, yeah. 18. And I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out, to my, shout out to Dylan, my videographer. Yeah. Uh, he's the best, bro. Yeah, I get the gut check every time I'm at work because they have the to card people. Yeah, yeah. They have the year, which no one ever figures out. They're like, why does that clock say the year 2000? And I'm like, because that's how, that was 21 years ago. Oh, damn. That's crazy, right? That's pretty intense. When pretty you see intense. that, someone born yeah. in 2000, 21, and you're just like, am I old now? Yeah, I, I like, not trying. How's that, 96? I that's probably feel old sometimes, bro. Like, yeah, I don't, that's only four years away from me. It's know, crazy. Like, oh, man. 2000. You think like oh, 2010, that was 11 <laughs> years ago. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, it feels like it was like five years ago. Yeah. Half that. Where does time go? It's got to cherish If it. I say the year I got sober, 2013, I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't seem that long ago. But then no, like, yeah, oh, it's it eight seems years. recent. Yeah. 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 Nah, but time is precious though, man. Yeah. You know? Definitely flies by, especially if you're someone like me who likes doing nothing all day and yeah. every day. I'm just like, yeah, man, time flew by. For sure. Yeah, yeah man. That's crazy though. They do say life short, but like, at the same point, that's it, kind of a lie because life it, can be fucking long. I think, long I think uh, honestly, I think how much time we got? Twenty minutes. Oh, see no more. All right. Ten minutes. Yeah, whatever. either whatever one you. want. I'm down man. for whatever. Yeah. No, I'm having a good time now. Um, now I think like time is all what you put into it. It's all about what you put. It's all about like it's like life, death, and it's everything in the middle. So it's like I always try to just make sure I do the most that I can before I die. Like that's why I have on my wall like. I have all goals written on shitty loose leaf paper with marker just on my wall and it's taped there and it doesn't look pretty, but it's there. So it's like, wake up and see that every morning. So it's, yeah, you know, it's goals. Yeah. Just goals you have to keep your, uh, your mind on something, you know, what the fuck do they call it? They call it a uh, manifest destiny Manif- manifestation. I'm big on that. Yeah. I am super, super big on that. Like that's how I go by my whole life. I mm-hmm. just assume good things. Like, it's going to be okay. And yeah. I try to tell people, oh, I'm yeah. like, listen, it's going to oh, yeah. be okay. No matter what's going on, oh, it's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, man. I always try to say that, too. So, um, so people, like, hit me all about, like, stuff they got going on in their life, and I'll always tell them, like, you know, just <laughs> understand that pain's always temporary. Like, everything you go yeah. through is always temporary. And, uh, like, uh, you just tell them that, you know, un- like, acknowledge the most important thing like when, like for example, when I towed in my car, I was having the worst week of my life. Uh, I was having the worst day of my life, and I was like, dude, I, I was driving. I was looking for a beach spot. It was yeah. July, literally on July fourth. I was looking for a, a spot to park in Wildwood on the beach, and I was like, oh, there's no spots, whatever. I'm like, and I was getting frustrated. It's like thirty minutes go by, and I'm like, dude, come on, like it's already three o'clock, like, and I'm like, watch, I'll probably fucking crash my car. Like I'll probably get in an accident somehow. Like, that'll just top my day. Like mm-hmm. five minutes later, I get in an accident. And I was like, dude, I wasn't, I didn't get too mad. I got emotional a little bit after because I was like, dude, it's like, this is not fun, like, to deal with. But, um, um, I was by myself at that point. But, uh, like, yeah, but I told myself, I was like, as long as I acknowledge that right now is a shitty time in my life and that a few weeks from now, a month from now, things yeah. will be better, you, you, it makes things all right. Like, especially perspective, perspective, like all the giving back you do. And it's just, I'm going to, cause we all have that selfish self-centeredness. So they mm-hmm. say that's like a big alcoholism addict thing, yeah. but I think it's in all of us a little bit where it's, it's just every like, person on the planet. It's a case to the why me's, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, here, and then you go down and you're giving food back to the dudes well, in Kensington and you're like, Oh, I'm being a fucking bitch. Well, no, you know? well you say this too. You say, why not me? Yeah. Why not? Me? Why not me? Why can't you be one of the biggest comedians? Why can't I, you know, do what I want to make myself happy. Why can't I have a, a not my own nonprofit? Like, why not me? And then something my grandma always tells me, I say this every episode, shout out to Sue. 
I love you. Shout out to shout out to. <laughs> um, I say this every single uh, episode of my of my podcast. Um, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm-hmm. You know, you change the perspective on it, and it's and, and it can and it can change your mindset on it, and it can change how you go about it. You know, like I could say, I don't have my car for a month, and I'm stuck in my fucking house, or I can say. I don't have my car for a month. Now I get to focus on my podcast, study, and work on my music yeah. to be by myself and not have to, you know, be distracted by going out all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's or like... you can be like, I don't have my car for a month. I'm going to make Dylan drive me everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I have my videographer drive me, Dylan. Yeah. Um, yeah, have Dylan drive me everywhere. I have my sister... That's good. That might make you feel better because then you're like, I got an entourage. Like, this dude drives <laughs> yeah. me around. You yeah, know what and, I mean? and then guess what? A month goes by, you got your car back, and now you're happy, yeah. and now you're, you know, you have... You know, you, just, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just understanding that pain's always temporary and the shit you go yeah. through can always be temporary and if you just change the way you look yeah. at it, it can be better because there's, I can guarantee you, nine years ago when you were getting high, you didn't think you'd be at this point, right? You didn't think you'd no. meant, you know what I'm saying? But they also tell you not to project because I remember when I got so better, like, <clears throat> you won't even believe where you're at five years from now and I always joke about it because, like, they say sobriety's like peaks and valleys, ups mm-hmm. and downs, like yeah. a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And like my life pretty much like plateaued. Like I went into sobriety working at Applebee's. Yeah. And I lived in a halfway house and now yeah. I live back with my parents and I work at Applebee's. I'm like, it stayed yeah. pretty consistent the whole time. Yeah, but dude But consistency's good. But consistency's good, but it's better all better than that nightmare. Well listen, I always say this too, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and that goes with anything, whether it might be getting worse. Dude. Nah, dude. Yeah. Nah. If you're working on your material for comedy and you work on your podcast, I can guarantee you're not getting worse, bro. Like um like we said when we surprised the girl with the car, um, through Teach One Feed One, um, she was eleven months sober. Or yeah, eleven months sober. She wasn't able to see her kid for, she was able to see her kid once a week. She didn't have a car. Yeah. She lived in a halfway house. She couldn't, you know, she lived in a recovery house. She couldn't go anywhere. Didn't have a car. She had to Uber to see her kid. She had to Uber to work. I believe she worked like Albies too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And, I, um, so. I wonder if it was, like, it was like Albies or some shit like that. Yeah. And so she wasn't able to like do anything. She didn't have a car. And, you know, she just stuck with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, God put Darnell Hitton and Teach One Feed One in her life. And they were able to surprise her with a car out of nowhere she was not expecting it and she got surprised with the car and her emotions and her reactions all just came out she stuck with it she kept sticking with it and she stayed consistent and she stayed you know believing in herself and you know she kept her head up and life rewarded her you know what i mean like if you just stay consistent stay patient and to stay on the path like life will reward you at the end of the day and you said that too like you know good things always happen and you know what i mean like it's all about perspective man if you just stick with it and pain's always temporary you know, the yeah. day, she w- she went to bed that morning thinking, how am I going to go see my kid this weekend? Um, how am I going to go see Parker, you know, her, um, her son? I don't know. She, got, she, she was going to figure it. She was going to figure it out. She's a good-ass mom. Yeah. But then God put Darnell in her life, and the next day she has her own car. And now yeah. she can go see him. So it's like there's so much beauty in that and just in the struggle and in, you know, just sticking with it. You know what I mean? Like And, and realizing, like I say, I always, like, like I said, this like, just realizing that pain's always temporary. Your your life's not always going to suck. As long as you put in the work and you actually and you actively work towards getting better, the one day it will happen. It yeah. will. You know what I'm saying? That goes with anything. It you got did. me ready to run a fucking 5K, <laughs> and I hate physical. Work. No, bro. It's just like I don't know. It's just something that I've just learned, bro. Because like I used to beat myself up about so much shit. Like when people would talk shit about my music or people would talk shit about my podcast, which is you know pretty fucking stupid. But you know what? Now I'm just like I'm a brick wall, bro. And I'm just like, dude, there's not a single thing. I'm, dude. NBC 10 that's hit us all about a fucking what we're doing. Like it's like you know. If you just stay consistent, it's just like at the end of the day, you're gonna reap the benefits, and all those assholes who are talking shit are gonna just that. That's we'll, them. Well, Mark over there, who's like, so like, uh, he's very similar to me, where I think like my head just jumps to the negative all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to snap yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mark's like an artist too, and he would be yeah. like, you always got to ask yourself when someone talks shit, what do you do? Because the answer most of the time is they don't do anything the other is, than criticize you. The answer is nothing, bro. If like, they got time to criticize you, that means they're just listen, like, I don't do anything. Listen, I'm not talking bad on these people. Like, that's fine. That's their opinion. They're allowed to have their opinion. But you can't. Absolutely. You just can't let it affect what you're doing because the amount of people, the the people that are talking shit, there's three times as many people who support you and love what you're doing. So it's like, yeah. and, and as long as you believe in yourself, too, like, um, actually, um, 
Logan Paul said this on one of his podcasts. I'm a big fan of Logan Paul and Impulsive and everything he does with what he's what he's doing. Not the cringy bullshit from before, but like what he's turned his life into. Yeah. I've been a really big fan of that and really, uh, you know, I've been really uh, avid like listener and supporter. He said like those people. That's just their lane. That's just them. Yeah. That's where they belong because like that's that's life. Like like I always say, you're gonna have the creators. You're gonna have the consumers. You're gonna have the people who make the make the stuff and make and make something of their life. And you're gonna have the people who enjoy it and want to be a part of it. And that's fine. Like there's there's you know not everyone's gonna want to be the billionaire or whatever. And that's perfectly yeah. fine. But I don't want to be a billionaire. That's no, too much. No, Even but, earlier when you said well, the no, biggest no, comedian, well, I'm like I want to be. You want to be, yeah. You want to be Joe White. You want to be I want to be thing? professional at right. most, right? And that, and that, but that's cool though. Like that's, that's the beauty of it. Like, My level of fame, I always describe it as this: like the level of fame I want is to be able to walk into a mall still, and maybe someone's like, "Holy shit, what are oh, you yeah, doing check, here, yeah. man?" Yeah, and and that's and that's and that's cool though. You know what I mean? But like in terms of the people who like are talking shit, it's just like, you know, they, let them talk shit because at the end of the day that's what they want to do and that's fine yeah you know it's like you can't be you can't be too high on it you can't be too mad about it because at the end of the day it doesn't matter like it doesn't mean shit because they if they're not actively affecting you then it's just words it's yeah. just shit that they're saying and it doesn't mean anything hey it's all about what you put into the universe right exactly and making it happen that, that's what i there we go <laughs> there we go dude. but so now yeah i want it that yeah. <laughs> no but like now nah, that yeah and that yeah exactly it's what your energy you put out there it's manifestation like i told myself i was telling nick like this was like probably in february i'm like my buddy nick user uh, i was like bro i'm going to dj keenan's i don't know how or when or what but that yeah. would be so huge if i could do that i Go to Kenyans one day. Mike and Kelly are playing. I'm like, hey, can you put me in touch with the manager? I want to, I want to DJ there. And it's like the first week of June. And like they hit me up the next day. Like, yo, Kev, come in this Friday. And I started nice. DJing the next three Fridays. And I'm like, oh my god. And I get the screwball sponsorship. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, just because you manifest it and you put that energy out there, you know, people are going to gravitate towards that. You know what I mean? And that goes with like volunteering too. You put that energy out there. I'm like, hey, listen, you want to get involved? Come through. Like, come by. And no pressure, but if you want to come, you know, visit or you want to come educate yourself, you want to come help out, dude, come through. And then. Now they have that opportunity. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Well, we're at the end, man. Yeah, uh, it's dude. been uplifting. It's been it's positive. Fun. It's fun. You know what I mean? It is fun, man. And I appreciate you coming out, man. And I'll definitely see you at Applebee's soon. Yes, sir. I'll be there soon. I'll get my car back. See, I got my, I got, I'm getting a new car. I have a new car, actually. Yeah. So I'll be getting that soon. But yeah. Come in. We'll get yeah. the car, dude. We'll celebrate with yeah, some bonus wings. Yes, Check sir. out the loft. Yeah, man. So the loft. Check out Kev's music. Yeah, man. So you can check out the loft on YouTube at Kev Nichols, and you can check out my Instagram, Kev Nichols, Twitter, Kev Nichols, um, Spotify off music, Kev Nichols. Um, Yeah, you can check all that out. And then Fall Forward Media, um, we have a clothing line that uh, we put out a few months ago that, you know, a portion of the proceeds go towards the National Alliance of Mental Illness. and yeah, so we're just doing our thing and yeah, music and the Grace Project too. Check out the Grace Project. Um, on a serious note, uh, if you do want to donate to the Grace Project, uh, you can do that. I'm sure I could send you a link or something, but yeah. But the donations go directly towards the Grace Project and Meg Cohn, who founded the Grace Project. Um, she's like basically my older sister, and like we've been working together with the Give a Little Hope program that we started. And uh, all the donations go towards, like, being able to get the limos, being able to take kids to Sesame Place and to do all these cool things. So if you guys ever want to get involved, too, uh, on Thursdays, we go out to Kensington. You can reach out to me directly or, you know, to Meg, um, Megan Cohen, or, you know, graceproject.com, teamgraceproject.com. And, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, but... Thank you, it's bro. all good stuff, though. Thank you, bro. I appreciate hey, that, man. No problem, man. I appreciate just trying it. To, just trying to encourage the conversation and, you know, you know, just do it as big as we can and make it do it in a way that people want to enjoy and can consume and want to get involved. So, so you know. I'm with it, brother. Awesome, all right, bro. man. We'll catch up soon. Appreciate it. Enjoy that smoothie. Yes, sir.